Dear friends in Christ, I drove to the Twin Cities this past week, and you could tell it's summer because there's road construction. North of uh, Albert Lee, after 15 miles of, of driving through road construction there, it was kind of a relief to see that sign end of construction over on the side of the road. You know, God, too, has given us some signs that give us a sense of relief and remind us that he is a God of of promises, of provision, and of love. So we're going to be looking at some of those signs in Scripture during the next few weeks as part of this new sermon series called Signs of God's Care. And as you look at scripture, sometimes we forget about some of these things that God did for his people individually and collectively, just miraculous things from the sky many times. And we'll look at some of those things in the the weeks ahead. You know, a rainbow has been called God's sign in the sky. It's a sign of hope. It's a sign of comfort that the storm is finally past. And as that beautiful arc stretches across the sky, we are reminded that that really it is a sign of of, a promise, a reminder of that covenant that Roger was just talking about, covenant between God and man, not just for a short time, but forever and ever. Now, if anybody needed a promise, or two, or three, it was Noah. Can you imagine being told by God to build an ark to gather his family and two of every kind of living creatures and get into the ark, close the doors, and then wait? But it did start to rain, as God has said it would, and it kept raining for 40 days and 40 nights. Can you imagine that? It would be like if the rain we had last night just continued Till September 4th. That's a long time to not see the sun. But that's exactly what Noah and his family endured. He obeyed God's promises and his his uh, or his commands, I should say, and, and he built the ark and he gathered his family and two of every kind of animal. And he floated around in that ark for those 40 days plus after the, the rain stopped. And then finally, the door of the ark was open. I thought about what Noah must have gone through with his family during those, uh, those weeks and, and more than a month on that ark. And it's, it's something to think about because I think it's a challenge for us too, uh, millennials later, to think of those words that are on our banner up in front today. Something that Noah had to think about. I believe in the sun, even when it doesn't shine. I believe in love, even when it isn't shown. I believe in God, even though he isn't seen. It took some faith for Noah to continue in that ark, uh, thinking that, you know, it didn't look so good, but thinking that God had promised that the water, the rain would stop and he and his family would be saved. 
It was a gift that God had given him. It's a gift that God wants to give us, that even when the sun isn't shining in our lives, we believe that somehow the storm clouds will, will scatter and the sun will shine better into our lives. We're so thankful that God is a God of promises. And we know that because throughout Scripture, he fulfills his promises. Noah learned that by living it out in this particular occasion in his life. The sun did come out again and the water subsided and the doors were open and he and his family were able to go out and humanity continued. If that was the end of the story, then man would forever live in fear that someday God would send another flood when evil was rampant on the earth and and we would have to endure another 40 days uh, of rain and so on. But that's not what happened. Our lesson today tells us about that covenant, that, that promise of God that he gave to, to Noah and his family after um, they came uh, to rest on Mount Ararat. He says, I now establish my covenant with you, and with you descendants after you, and with every living creature that was with you. Never again will the waters become a flood to destroy all life. Whenever the rainbow appears in the clouds, I will see it and remember the everlasting covenant between God and all living creatures of every kind on the earth. What a promise. What a promise. I recently read a story about a a pastor and his four-year-old daughter who were on a plane together between Dallas and Houston. And during the flight, uh, this pastor says, we encountered a severe thunderstorm and the pilot got on the PA system and said he was going to take the plane up above the clouds in order to avoid the storm that they were soon to face. Soon, he writes, we beheld the black clouds and the lightning in the clouds beneath us. And above us, the sun was shining in all its glory, though quite hidden from the people in the city below us. In the clouds below, we, we beheld a wondrous sight, a glorious rainbow stretching from horizon to horizon in the shape of a perfect circle. The rainbow as a multicolored halo was a spectacle to behold. Nancy, my little girl, was the most thrilled that I'd ever seen her. Her enthusiasm could not be constrained any longer, he writes. She cried, Daddy, look, it's a rainbow, and we're seeing it from the same side that God sees it from. I think He writes, perhaps everyone on that crowded airliner was struck with the realization that out of the mouth of babes came forth a lot of wisdom that day. Then I thought, he says, how very true. To the people below, all they could see were the storm clouds, but we were flying above the clouds in the glory of the sunshine and in perfect position to see the rainbow that God had put in the clouds. And as Nancy said, we could see it from the same side that God sees it from. And so it is with life as well. When the storm clouds come, by faith, 
we too can rise up and reach out for the sunshine of God's grace. Rise up above the clouds and see it often from God's perspective, what's going on in our lives. When we, you see, position ourselves properly in relation to God's will for our lives, it will not be long before we see the rainbow in those situations that God has put in the midst of the storm clouds in our lives. And more important, we then see what's going on from God's point of view and not from our own limited point of view. God has placed in our spiritual clouds comfort and strength, both now and the future, so that we can make it through those storms. Not that we're going to avoid all the the clouds and the storms of life just because we're Christians, but he's given us something to hold on to in the midst of those storms. And then after the storms are done, what does he give us? A rainbow, a sign that he's been with us and that he'll continue to be with us. Scripture helps us to understand how God sees our clouds and how he places those rainbows in our lives. Listen to Paul in Romans 8. And we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. And in these words of our Lord, these things I have spoken to you, that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. Those are rainbow words. And then Paul in Romans also says, There is now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set you free from the law of sin and death. Some more rainbow words. There's one more thing to think about when we are talking today about rainbows, I think. Have you ever seen a rainbow on a bright, sunny day? Of course not. The reason for that, of course, is rainbows appear in the sky almost always at the end of a storm. It's after the thunder and lightning that we felt and saw last night when they're all, when they're all done and the rain is beginning to subside and the sun's beginning to come out. That's when you see a rainbow. You have to have a storm in order to experience the joy of the rainbow. And it's not much difference in our walk with Christ either. We see the greatest riches of our God after we have weathered the storms of life. But when we're going through the difficult times, when our faith is being tested and we we wonder what's going to happen, that's when when our trust, that's when our faith really is taken to the edge. But that's when God's mercy and grace and love reach us to its fullest extent. That's when we see and experience, you see the the richness of living that life founded in him. That's when we see our rainbows in life. You know, God, I believe, 
is calling us to lift up our heads today. You know, Moses wouldn't have experienced the joy of seeing that rainbow if he would have just been continuing to look at the level of the water in front of him and his face would have been down. But God told him to look up into the sky. And I think God is calling all of us to do that today. It's so easy just to look at the negative things, look at the storms that we're going through. In Luke, our Lord says, And when these things begin to come to pass, then look up and lift up your heads, for your redemption draweth nigh. The psalmist has a similar thought in mind in Psalm 121, when he says, I will lift up my eyes unto the hills from whence comes my help. There's many other promises uh, of of God's rainbows. Uh, So often we know the words of Scripture, but we've never thought about it in that perspective, that these are rainbow words. Remember Psalm 46? The The God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in times of trouble. Therefore we will not fear, though the earth be removed, and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, though the waters roar and and are troubled, and though the mountains shake, God is with us. And then we all know Psalm 23, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. For thou art with me. And in those words in Isaiah, when you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And though the rivers come, they will not overflow. When you walk through the fire, you will not be scorched, nor will the flame burn you. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. The words of God's promises throughout Scripture go on and on and on. In fact, maybe some of you have seen the edition of the Bible. And uh, the editor has just taken the promises out of Scripture and put them together in an edited version of the Bible. And there are a lot of them. With a rainbow, God signed his contract or his covenant with man in a very unique way. I am told that there are those Uh, experts that can tell a lot about a person by how they write their signature and the style of their writing. You can tell a lot about God by the way he has signed his signature in the sky with a rainbow. He's a God that cares about each of us, and what we're going through this very day. He's a God that always keeps his promises. We can be assured of that because all we have to do is look at his word and see how he did that over and over again, and he doesn't change. He's got the wind and the rain in his hands. He's got the whole world in his hands, and he's willing to come today into your life and remind you of his care. 
Remember that the next time you see a rainbow in the sky. Amen.